0: Sarah Rice. Hello, Susie
1: Meister. Yes, love it. Love the energy. Episode yes. 448. We are here for Feeling you people. Feeling great.
0: Feeling great. Yeah, I don't even care anymore. I'm rhyming. Bring yeah. it back.
1: It's Whatever. my right.
0: It's episode four. It's and you know right. what? I think I did say I would hold out to 500, but whatevs. Close enough. This is like opening the Christmas presents the night before like christmas eve i noticed that this is how i am (laughs) on the podcast app uh, the purple one Mm
1: -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's hard to see what the episode number is so oh oh, wait no there it is i see it on one of the apps maybe it's spotify yeah yeah or i'm like wait what episode is that but all right it's 448 million bajillion for those of you who care about that sort of thing yeah
0: how are you, Sarah? I, love it. I am doing so well. So I can't even wow. begin to tell you, Suze. Wow. It's cuz I'm 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 uh you know, I got the best medicine, which is the like big time out in nature. Oh. Well, okay, that too. <laughs> Two times this morning, but who's bragging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got both of the best. Yes. Medicines. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I'll, great. Yes. Isn't that the greatest? Like, I mean, it really is the cure for, like, so much.
1: I wouldn't Exercise, have thought that you would say that, though, this outside. time because of how hot
0: it is. You know, it didn't even... There were... there. Okay, it was really hot. So, to catch everybody up, uh, I just got back from my camping trip to Zion, and oh it was so beautiful. <laughs> it was the best trip maybe ever. Like, that place is... It's magical, huh? It's magical. Have you been... No, but it sure looks magical. Oh, my God. And, and you can't It might be the most majestic place in the world.
1: Wow. What makes and it different that... from other sort of, like, campy <sighs> environments?
0: So, you know, we, like, Ren and I were talking about this. Like, the Grand Canyon is vast and beautiful yeah, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expansive, but it's not lush, you know? It's, like, <laughs> kind of dry and deserty because, well, you know, big it's a dry rocks. desert. Yeah. And big old rocks. And this, just, like, the colors, it looks like stuff... If you were to tell me that aliens came down and this is like where they crashed and all the marks are just left over from their big ass spaceships that like carved out some holes in the ground, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. What do you mean marks? Like, oh my gosh! So there, this the way, and we're still we still have a lot of questions about how the Grand or how <laughs> Zion was formed, and also but, about everything else, and also about like everything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but the the way it was formed was with a lot of. Uh, like water and the and rivers yeah, isn't and that and really special. A, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And the mm. way that the dirt, f- like c- like built on top of each other, yeah. and from like glaciers and water and erosion, it's created just these beautiful. I guess you can call them like striations in the. Rocks and just the colors. Like, there's one mesa called the Checkerboard Mesa that no joke looks like a checkerboard. It has lines going horizontally wow. and vertically, and they're different colors. And we were like, which one's the Checkerboard Mesa? Which one's the Checkerboard <laughs> Mesa? And then we turned the corner and we're like, well, uh, that would be it. That yeah, makes sense. Right. There's absolutely no other thing, and that totally is it. And how cool, because that's exactly what it looked like. And so we're dry, they're just like, it's so magical and it's so beautiful. And you go and, and and to compare it to other ones, like I was saying, like Yosemite is beautiful and grand, but Yosemite is probably like one tenth the size, maybe maybe mm. one one fourth the size something like that it feels much smaller, and this the way that they've they've created the road that goes through Zion just leads you through the most beautiful landscape you've ever seen in your entire life. And it looks like you're on another planet. Like, mm-hmm. it looks like Mars. And the wow. closest thing you could say is, oh my gosh, this looks like the set of cars. This looks like Disneyland. And when you're at a place where you're like, it looks like the theme park. Yeah. like it, It's like, that's how amazing it, it's. It's Well, no, the theme park is supposed to look like this. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, I can yeah. remind myself of that. But it was so gorgeous. And... You just got to go.
1: I think and, it's a spiritual experience when you can really
0: marvel at the planet. hmm You know? You know, we were having this conversation. Is it... That you either have that or you don't have that or do you <laughs> think everybody has that and some people are just closed off to it and haven't experienced it that mm. or do you think it's like there's too many distractions because well, you know that's what? one of like our favorite things to do is just sit and stare at stuff.
1: That's one of my favorite things about being a parent is when they come out of your body and then everything is marvelous, everything is new and wonderful literally Uh and you get to see them see each thing for the first time and so i do think it's innate to have Mm. that sense of awe but then Mm -hmm. like we become cynical assholes over time
0: some of us yeah and you really have to be able to like disconnect like it takes me about 12 to 24 hours Yeah. (laughs) To get out of that zone. Yeah. And get into a place where I can be, like, kind of wean myself off of, like, a phone and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's natural. Yeah. So it was amazing and beautiful. And one, oh my gosh, I am so lucky that Ren is the way he is because he, like, I'm like, whatevs let's just go camping like, <laughs> that's how we'll, i am right we'll like work it out we'll figure, figure it out, it out. Well, you're right uh-huh. and i could see adam being like ren in this sense yes they're like mm, no i don't think so yeah thank god yeah ren looks up
1: what's yeah, he's going a planner. on
0: in zion right now and what the rules are <laughs> because you know my like free spirit hippie ass would have had us like stranded without tickets because they've (laughs) limited the entrance and now you have to there used to be oh my gosh we found out uh uh on one of the bus rides we had the greatest bus driver ever who like gave us all the facts i loved him he was the best and his name was russ which i just realized russ the bus driver i mean <laughs> i shout just realized russ. that shout out to russ and his bus hilarious <laughs> and this guy was so good like i waited the entire we took the shuttle probably like four times and every single time i wanted the shuttle experience where they're like telling me facts mm-hmm. and like i thought that was going to happen but then a recording for like covid warnings came on and everything and then one time COVID there was mornings. like like war like not warnings but like like this is how we're handling what's going on, and make sure you keep a six foot distance and blah blah blah. Yeah, it was like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then one bus ride, there was this loud ass woman who was talking. Oh my gosh, you, like so loud in the bus, and couldn't even hear anything. So I waited this whole time for like a good bus driver, and finally Russ gave me the facts. Russ and to he the said, rescue. Russ to the rescue. And he said that. Uh, In the last three years, they average 33, and I'm not even kidding with these numbers, unless Russ is kidding, in which case, blame it on Russ, 33,000 people a day on the shuttle buses going in and out. It's a lot that's so many. And so now they can't, there used to be like 60, 66 to like a hundred on each shuttle bus. Now there's only 19 on one and 14 on another.
1: Well, okay. I don't know for sure, but true or false, you banged on
0: your (laughs) camping trip. Absolutely (laughs) true.
1: And Ah, now the tent is a rockin'. Yes, Sarah's tab was rocking, and now she knows all the kinds of things that are going on in her body because she took the modern fertility test. Yes. Which we really encourage you to do. It's such a great and empowering thing for people if you want to know how many eggs you have, what your hormones are like. Peace of mind. And knowledge is always going to be empowering, whatever you find out. Yes. Um, They can even see if there's any reproductive red flags. And they also can tell you in depth like what the hormones mean, what they do. You can talk mm-hmm. to a nurse to review your results. Anyway, it, so Modern Fertility is this test you can take at home, super cheap for one hundred and fifty nine bucks. That would cost over a thousand dollars at the doctor, mm-hmm. and you send it in, and then they give you your results digitally. It's just great, and. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners a deal, which is $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash braincandy. So it means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it would cost uh, at the doctor's office. Such a good deal. And you get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash braincandy. That's modernfertility.com slash braincandy. So there you go. Okay. I actually can't believe you got on a shuttle bus now that I'm thinking about it. Well, they made Get it great. really,
0: like, it really did feel, like, safe there. They were really strict about okay. masks and policies, and everybody got, like, you know, the temperature check and the hand sanitizer. And the win- it was, like, open windows, so it was That's very good. ventilated. And they removed the seats. So there used to be, like, three rows, and now for every three rows, there's only one row. So uh. they took out a lot of the seats, so you are, like, it's forced um, social distancing. Mm-hmm. And... um and it was just empty There were, because they limited the access. So they have like a, a lottery and you have to get two days before or one day before your hike, you have to get online. And at exactly 9 a.m., you have to... Like that's when they open up ticket sales and they only have a certain amount of slots for each hour. And then once it's gone, that's it. And you can't get access to the... Like you can't get in the park. Like you can't even get oh, the sh- right. on the shuttle to go to the hikes. Yeah. So if I were in charge... We'd be enjoying the gift shop for two days.
1: <laughs> well, this is why when you and I travel, it is hilarious, but oh not exactly um, planned
0: right <laughs> properly. Right. This is true. But hey, we have a good time.
1: We really do. We probably might have better better luck though if right.
0: we actually look things up. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I do remember that because I was thinking that. I was like, you know, I traveled really well with Susie. Ren and I travel really well together. And I'm like, is it just that you got to be kind of like a go with the flow? Well, I think it's because you are a go with the flow. kind. Somebody's got to be like that.
1: Because I'll you're lay like down that. the law. No, I'm not. I lay down the law about <laughs> stuff and you just are fine with it.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not flexible like you. You're just like whatevs. Yeah.
0: But you're pretty, I mean, like you aren't like Adam and Ren where like, we need to have the plan going in and, <laughs>
1: no, or you no, just no, relied no. on
0: me to have the plan.
1: Yeah, and I just don't want to do sick. certain things, and I'm not going to budge. And you don't care.
0: No. Oh yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and it is really funny to watch you get frustrated with things, though. Even though that's horrible for you, and <laughs> like, but I can remember you putting, and then I have to take hilarious pictures of it. Like when, like, it started downpouring rain, and like you were just putting <laughs> on the the. Like not garbage even being bag. able to, yes, putting yeah. out a garbage bag tarp and like I'm like, eh, whatever, so let's get wet. <laughs> and I'm like, like hang on, I'm infuriated put on
1: tarp. by Mother yes. Nature all the time. She and I are
0: not good friends <laughs> oh, at God. all. That's so funny. Yeah, so you would have not been happy with her in the heat that she brought. And yeah. How do you yeah. sleep in a tent when it's gazillion oh. degrees out? You know, we were lucky because it at night it did the temperature did drop and mm-hmm. we were in. Uh, A part like right outside the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, we we found we Ren found the <laughs> most awesome place. So like it's really hard to get camping spots right now and get you know like find you have to think of an alternative vacation. You can't yeah, go to hotels. Right. You can't do and and even if you did, all the things that are good about hotels exactly are gone. Right. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. Don't do that. So. You know, there are all these, I think there's going to be all these like new kind of alternative travel things popping up. And so Ren went on Airbnb and he found this place called Ponderosa Ranch that is usually like a resort or Ponderosa resort or something like that. And it's like these cabins and this like resort that's set up where they have, um, They even had a Goofy Golf. And I was like, Susie would love this. I love Goofy Golf. I know. (laughs) And we're totally going back there, Susie. This spot, (laughs) this is the freaking spot. And they had everything. They had horseback riding and ATVing and all this stuff and stretched out on, like, tons and tons of land. That's really nice. But what they've done is they've set up a whole section where it's, like, camping. And it's right on the edge of this, like, Mesa. The most beautiful open sky. And, like, like, you could see the Milky Way. It's Mm -hmm. gorgeous. And, I mean, for, like... 30 bucks a night and everything you want the showers are all individual so everything and we would go there in the mornings and as we would like wait to i mean there's no line there's nobody there and we would they would be like finishing spraying the showers which i don't know god knows what sanitizing thing that like kill everything and uh (sighs) and then it feels like perfectly clean and sparkling and i feel like going to the grocery store in los angeles is more dangerous oh
1: yeah i would agree with that
0: You know, and it just felt so safe and we had tons of space and I just like am all about camping in this new normal and I love it. Oh,
1: good. And yeah, and I think more people will be taking part in it too, which I don't think is a bad thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. So that is, you know, it's interesting that you talk about that more people taking part in this because before we left, um, I read this article in the LA times. I don't know if you saw it. It said, um, it was talking about diversity in camping. Mm. and how that's been a really big problem. And one of the things Ren and I were talking about, I was sharing with him some of the uh, info from this article.
1: And it was, and was it thing- th- talking
0: about the national
1: parks specifically?
0: Yes. Yeah, it was talking I about, read that. Yeah, and how, like, if we want more diversity in camping, it first starts with the gear and how mm-hmm. the prices yep. of the gear and everything is so, I mean, it's like, inaccessible to a lot of people.
1: Wait, was it in that article where it said how they have, there are loaner programs?
0: Where yeah, you can, and then
1: it's like a library, but for camping gear.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and how there's an organization that started, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I have to look it up and see what it's called. Um, oh, sh- yeah, and so sh- uh, BIPOC Camping Kits in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and this woman named Mo Jackson, so she's shipping out all these kits that, like, I mean, if you added up all the stuff for camping, it's freaking expensive as heck, but it doesn't need to be. It really doesn't need to be. So she puts these kits together that I think are like $340 or something like that. But then uh, you have like everything you need. Everything you need. And it's so great. And I used to work at the uh, outdoor, like, what did we even call it? It was like the sports and rec department at cal state long beach and i like worked at the rock wall and we also would rent out sports equipment and we had that stuff to rent out and people didn't even know that we had that at co- at the college yeah and, like if you're in school they have these places yeah. where you can rent things out and it's just you know important to be able to like have access to the outdoors and in reading this article like it really made me think oh my gosh the people who were indigenous and like the people who know the land and had the land stolen from them now have to, like... <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Work to get... Like, feel like... The, like, come in through the back door kind of thing. Or yeah. feel like they're, they're pushed out. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah, that is. And so we talked about it the whole time, but <laughs> I will say this, and Ren and I were like... Or Ren was like, you have to talk about this on the podcast because this study... So that... that the study that was in this article was done in, like... I think it was like 2018 and it was from 2010 to 2014 and it was like looking at the, the breakdown of like visitors and it says 94.6% identified as white, 57 um, identified as Latino and uh, people who identified black made up 1.2% of the responses. And when we were at Zion, we saw something that totally was different than that. Mm-hmm there was way more diversity. Okay, and that's good. Like, that's you encouraging. You have to talk about this. There and we were like, is this just Zion or right. is this And so we were like, where did those numbers come from? What park was it? What like, you know, who are you asking? When was this taken? All these questions because we did not feel like that at all. And if that's like the message that's getting out there that oh, black people aren't camping, then yeah. it would definitely make you feel like, oh, then I guess I won't either. But that's yes. not true.
1: And okay. in fact,
0: Ren ran into people who went to school with him and we were like, that's oh my God, like it was great. We took pictures. It was so fun. And good. Like, I hope we that were, trend yes. continues. Yes. We estimated it at about 10 to 15%. Ten.
1: Well, that's pretty good. I mean, that's reflective yes. of the population even more than, right. are, are we
0: talking black folks or people of color more generally? black folks
1: yeah that's that's great
0: yes okay, and that's good. It, like and and it was we were surprised even when we pulled into uh you know our campsite there was another a couple who looked just like us and we we're like what, what, <laughs> who looked look just look like us, us. <laughs> that's adorable so it it just like we are like, we got to sp- spread this message that like people are camping and like, let's get out there. Well, let me spread a different message quickly, which is
1: that I am in love with a service called Rory and I had never heard of it. And now I am super stoked because yes. it's, it's a digital health clinic for women. And I was like, I don't know, what's this about? But I found two things that I friggin' love. Number one, they have an anti aging skin cream that I'm obsessed with. Ooh. Because they do you do like a little quiz and you tell them what you want to happen with your skin. And let's face it, I'm not getting any younger. So is,
0: well I don't want to <laughs> say this is true, but and then, I'm saying you know, this for me. I'm like, oh,
1: I always talk yes. about how I cleared up my acne, but I have scars mm-hmm. still from those days. And mm-hmm. so I wanna work on, you know, like evening out the color and getting rid of the you know, just the redness yes. there. And they also have Latisse, which is the stuff I put oh, on my eyelashes. Yes. I oh my love that stuff.
0: I love this shit. And okay, it's I probably it's so shouldn't great, say shit.
1: Because <laughs> I don't want to go to the doctor. And so it's,
0: you just do a quick, it quickly. Yes. It took me five minutes. It was so oh my easy. God, I love this. <laughs> I love anything where I can get the access to all the things that I need from my house. Right, because this stuff, it should you
1: shouldn't have to go to the doctor for this right. stuff anyway. It's super easy. You send the, you just do a quick picture, and then they're like, okay, great. You can use this. Here's how to do it. You can. It's safe. They have free two-day shipping. They have doctors that you can ask questions to. They give you all the scoop. No commitment or anything like that. You can cancel any time. Go I'm to hellorory.com slash brain candy to try out their nightly defense for just $5. It's free to chat with the doctor, and your first, first order is just 5 bucks. so do that. That's hellorory.com. Hello Rory dot com slash brain candy. Um, I'll put it in our Insta story too, so people have the link. But it's just great for whatever your skincare needs are, or like if you want beautiful eyelashes, stuff like that. Okay, oh,
0: yes, Sorry. those things have become very important parts of my routine in this yeah. new normal. Like, right. making my skin look nice and doing all like my at home routine to make me feel like a million bucks
1: well because i feel like this time in our life has forced everyone to reflect and decide like how they want the next stage of at least for me that's what it's been like like let's take stock Mm. of my life and Mm -hmm. as you said i'm just routining it whatever and get everything in order for hopefully when things calm down and we can get on with our lives we'll have routines in place
0: Yes. Anyway, sorry. It, yes. All <laughs> of that lines up. I mean, even with spending time outdoors, you know, it's like the getting exactly. back to what is important, create what matters, habits. create new habits. Mm-hmm. And man, I just feel like when I go on hikes and when I spend time out in nature, like it's like, a, it really is like a, a like antidepressants and anti-anxiety well, it, it and is. all of that. Literally, it is. It is, right? Yes. I mean, yes. It I mean, we've said this five thousand million grain, times. your brain,
1: your chemicals, yeah. everything. It's a reset. It's fantastic. I need
0: that so bad. I like. I'm more. I, I more. It's interesting because, like, time. Even if I spend time out in nature, like, I almost feel like when I'm with Ren, it feels like spending time alone. Not alone, but like just us. You know, it's not like interacting. With other people. It's not as like energy. I don't have to put a lot of energy into it, I guess. You know, it's more like a refueling. It feels the same as when I'm like by myself, because I don't have to like exert any extra energy on worrying about somebody else. And we just kind of like work well together. Yeah. So when I go do that and I spend time out in nature, it like refuels me and gives me all the energy I need to then go and be more connected when I'm not out in nature. I I agree.
1: Absolutely. It changes you whilst you're doing it and then you carry it on
0: in your real life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we were even talking about this how you can like graph it like time spent out in nature and time spent like uh, feeling the need to like look on social media or Twitter or something. And even like the satisfaction that you get from Twitter. Like when we were, when it was like the, Evening that we came home, you know we were still riding the high from being outdoors and being on hikes and being in nature, and instagram twitter all that just didn 't hit the same. It was like <laughs> eh. right, but that 's a as, good thing yes, yeah. it is such a good thing because you're not it doesn 't but then the 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 more time that passes from when we 've gone on the hikes or when we 've been spending time in nature, the easier it is to get sucked into that exactly you know so it's like okay i and i say these things to like use them as cues because all of it is like gathering information and like you and this is like me giving myself my own therapy right here on this podcast right now that's for everyone though yeah yes you know and we use these as little cues so like when I notice oh my gosh I'm really enjoying staying up till or not even enjoying but like getting sucked into like staying up till you know two thirty in the morning going down some like you know finding the end of the internet hole um maybe it's a sign that I need to go outside exactly and that's how I feel
1: about food and other stuff like we don't listen to our bodies (laughs) oh right and you're a person who needs to be outside and your body's probably telling you that all the time and you're like i'm busy i can't but you have to be like (laughs) intentional and
0: just go oh yeah Suze, you said it and you know i'll say this i say this all the time when i'm talking to clients i'm talking to friends family whatevs that when we don't listen to our bodies it's like we're Inside the house, like, wanting, like, you know, change to happen or whatever, being like, oh, why doesn't, why don't things happen the way I want? And there's, like, uh, your emotions or whatevs are, like, knocking at the door, and you're like, oh, I'm busy. Come back later. Exactly. And are like ignoring them. Or, and Not And what now. they do. Right. And they, we think that they're just going to go away, but they don't. They knock louder because they're like, but I see you in there. And yeah. they're like, and it gets more intense. So we have to like open the door and let them in and be like, oh, or, well, or go outside. Oprah always talks about how like life sends you
1: the messages. You just might be ignoring them. So like life will like throw a little pebble at you and tell you whatever it is. And you're like, oh, whatever. I'm not doing that. And then it will throw a bigger rock, and then a bigger rock, and then pretty soon there's just a big wall in front of you, and you're screwed, and you have to deal with it. So maybe just deal with it when it's a pebble.
0: Yes, and you're like, oh, my God, how did this big, huge rock get here? But, like, if you don't see the signs of the pebble, and you don't, like, notice, and you're too busy, like, with whatever, like... You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to deal with it, but it's easier to just deal with it. (laughs) There's like a million metaphors. It's It's all true though. That's why I do kind
1: of get irritated with like the self-help genre, but Mm -hmm. it's just because it's all true and simple. We just, it's
0: doing it. That's hard. Yes. And, and you said it, it's all true and it's simple.
1: Mm -hmm. And if
0: we just go back to, I think we overcomplicate a whole bunch of stuff. And we have to just simplify it and break it down like what's really simple? you know I see um you know pictures that you post and on Instagram and stuff of like just your family meals that you guys make together,
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like yes, simple stuff, yeah, you know? mhm-, yeah. but life is so complicated and confusing sometimes that you kind of forget about the mm-hmm. the simple like just having dinner together. <laughs>
0: because everyone's go crazy? go go yeah i think we just have to like remind ourselves and I, I know i've said this before but like what like if you had a five-year-old with you like what would you do you would not be like go 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 with a five-year-old you'd be like we need to have breakfast, lunch and dinner you need to get some water you have to take a shower you have to like don't rush and we routine just, like, forget. routine bedtime it's like so important it's always the same bedtime yep yeah. How's Link with bedtime?
1: Well, he's fine. And my friends all think it's crazy Because I'll talk about um, documentaries I watch and stuff. And they're like, when are you doing this? Yeah. I'm like, well, after he goes to bed. But their kids go to bed much later. Uh-huh. Um, and some for some families, that works great. But I need him in bed 830. And then I can have a little bit of life.
0: Oh, my goodness. 830? That's even like a late. I mean, I feel Being like my late? mom was like, well, I think it's with like. summer. It's yeah, it's summer it's like a reasonable bedtime. And plus like he's fun and I want to stay up with him sometimes, you know. I get it. Well when, uh, that like, is a I'm problem
1: because a lot of times I'm like, we should stay up and watch a movie and then like oh that's yeah.
0: not the right thing to do. I, I know. Oh my god, I would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, you are. I would just wanna play. I would wanna play uh, because I feel like Lincoln would probably give me a pretty good run for my money in memory game. I just have you guys ever like, played? No, I feel like we, we should play more board games together. now. That would be know. a humbling experience for him. It would. Because nobody's oh, better definitely. at memory game than Sarah. Well, and he'll probably beat me. I feel that. No, you're doing
1: that knows. thing that like pre- presidential candidates do when they're about to debate someone. They like <gasps> say, <laughs> "That's going to be a really tough debate," and all that.
0: <laughs> to him who's not listening yeah. to this right now,
1: like, like you're oh setting gosh, it up so that's you.
0: Really funny. Yeah,
1: I'm on to you. <laughs> well, you know I, what? Uh,
0: gamers gonna game. <laughs> Players well, gonna
1: play. What? What you definitely need to be doing, regardless of whether you're a gamer or a player, is using Fiverr. I want to encourage you guys to check it out because I find it so fun to go on and get stuff done for my social media. Like even if it's not for your work, if it's just for fun stuff, because you can like make your Instagram or whatever look really cool with like highlights. Yeah, like highlight covers and gifts mm-hmm. and just they do all it's kinds of like graphic design. It's like the equivalent
0: to to like pimping out I feel like there's no better word yeah decking out your binder and your locker like back in the day this yeah. is like the technology version of having like all that like that and you know how nice that feels when you're like ooh, my pencil case matches my pencils and all yes. this and I got the binder because then it mm, inspires and you it, and it's like your style yes it exactly. inspires you it totally does love this. But they, I mean, they also have
1: truly professional things, film editing, web program, copywriting. If you need like a website or graphic design, they have all of that. And it's all freelance um, people. So you're supporting these small business owners. And you can choose whoever best meets your needs. There's reviews and stuff, so you'll know who's the best person for you. There's 24-7 customer service. You know exactly what you're paying up front. Super affordable. Really great Mm -hmm. prices. Check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order by using our code BRAINCANDY. Find all the digital services you need in one place at Fiverr.com. code BRAINCANDY. Again, that's Fiverr.com, code BRAINCANDY. I also wanted to encourage people, like, if you use any of our codes, please let me know. I just want to know, like, w- what companies you guys love, yes. um, stuff like that. I just get good feedback on, like, what's a great fit for the show and whatever. And it just makes me excited when people use love our love our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. man. Anyway,
0: okay. Anywho. Back to biz. Yes. Yes. Okay, so... Speaking of games and all that fun stuff, remember when we were talking about people who ruined artifacts and things like that (laughs) and stuff a while back and it's super hilarious? Still funny. So this is a story that kind of combines the two. uh, Somebody who also loved games and puzzles and things like that and ruined artifacts that I did not tell you about last time. (laughs) And this one is probably the one that makes me laugh slash cringe the most. Oh, no. So... It was in at the Nuez Museum. I, I have no idea if I'm saying that right. In Nuremberg. Okay. And it's kind of like a more like modern art museum. Yeah. And this artist created a piece of artwork titled Reading Work Piece. And it is a really old-looking crossword puzzle. And alongside the work, there's a sign that says, insert words. Well... This ninety-year-old, ninety-one-year-old woman who happened to be a big fan of crossword puzzles no. took that as instruction. Literal, mm. literal. Fills out the crossword puzzle.
1: No, with, with any yes. what? No, no. Yes. What was a sharpie? What I can't. With I'm a, dying. a ballpoint pen.
0: <gasps> yes, it was actually art. But for but I mean, wasn't he asking for it? <laughs> She literally followed the instruction like that could there. I I mean, I've gone. Okay. That's a good point. You know? So, so how mad can we really be at this lady? I mean, first of all, nobody's mad at her probably. And, uh, (laughs) because that's what we learned is that like, you can like deface like priceless artwork. Do not do that and say that you learned about on the brain candy podcast, (laughs) please. Just like for legal purposes. I feel like I have to say that. Um, uh, but yeah, so like, I mean, I've been to La- oh like god. I think it was LACMA, and then also the um, I'm gonna send you a picture of what it looks like because it's just so like like oh god I can't believe she did that. Um, uh, the what is the other museum that does it? The Latin American Museum of Modern Arts in Long Beach. They have a lot of exhibits that are like this too. Well, where, where they'll like make it interactive. Well, they'll give you like a pen and or, or like a you have to like. It, you're part of building the art. And so it's understandable that she would, I don't know, mistake this for art. And it just looks like an old ass crossword puzzle. Well, so. so you and think some of the was answers, was... Portuguese, Italy, wall, new. I want to see what the questions no. were. So yes. there
1: were, it was, there were clues and then she filled it out. Answering honestly, what she thought yes. the answer. Oh, okay, yes. And do you think that this was just an honest <laughs> mistake? <laughs> just,
0: I think so. And not like, and this is crazy. Like she was being investigated for damages to property, and they they estimated it at oh like o- almost a hundred thousand dollars. It's like freaking papyrus. Oh my yes. god! You can't. You're so... never getting that out, right? Like I think it this looks might like
1: be- the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yes, with. A um a New York Times crossword puzzle and then like old lady handwriting all over it.
0: Yeah. And I just love the where where I found this, I found this in the Verge dot com and the <laughs> the the uh the writer who wrote about it is like writing about this piece and then and, and talking about how it's been there for like a long time. This, this work and how no one has inserted any words. That is until my ninety-one-year-old soul sister came along. It's just cracking up because I was like, "Oh my god, this lady! She's also my soul sister."
1: I was oh, just god, gonna say, I, I feel like that. this is the ghost of Sarah Future.
0: Yes, I love this stuff. That's because if a, like, you're you got ninety-one, about- if
1: Sarah Rice is ninety-one. Sure. I could
0: see you really wanting to fill out that crossword, <laughs> really <laughs> wanting to, and a little Alzheimer's-y maybe or dementia. Yeah, like just got not the old quite... person thing going on. Just like oh, don't. And also at ninety-one, I'm giving zero fucks. What True. are you going to do to ninety-one-year-old, a ninety-one-year-old tatted-up lady? Wait, was Let's she?
1: Also... Well, I oh, am. you're saying you,
0: <laughs> you like will... future me, like what, like you're, <laughs> you're like. I look yeah, like I'm gonna, gonna be supposed adorable. to like cause trouble anyway, like, and I'm probably gonna ha- like I've got like purpley curly hair. I can t- like I see this. I yeah. re-
1: I really am fascinated by your tattoo thing because that yeah. will be really cool when you're old. Yeah, and you're just like an will old it, lady. Though? Yeah, because at first people probably think, oh, you're gonna want to get rid of those, but like I think you're gonna lean
0: into it. Probably. And be like, yeah, this is awesome, and like, I'll, I'll, yeah, because I'll just like point to parts of my arm and be like, this one time, oh. and like, I don't know why I'm going to sound like an old sea <laughs> hag then, but like, I think it's going to look great. I'm yeah, into it. I wonder what the interesting thing will be to see what like my kids and grandkids will feel about tattoos. I feel like people are going to be like, oh, they're weird. Yeah, and probably, gross and, and and they're going to look so outdated, and. Wouldn't you, know. you have loved it, though, if your grandma had, like, a full sleeve? I feel like my grandma would have absolutely yeah. been the type to get a tattoo. And probably if, if with a little more, yeah, she, she would have. I mean, it's interesting, though, because she was, she, she was kind of anti that, though. No, she was just anti me straightening my hair. That was about it. And dying it black. <laughs> she, was she, just, the, uh, she was fine ink. with the permitting. She was fine with that. I was like, what did she get mad at? And the only thing, she didn't, get, she didn't care about the tattoos as much. She thought that the tattoos were going to make it so that I wouldn't have a job or that no men would love me. And then mm-hmm. once she realized that wasn't true, she was like, oh, they're fine. But she did not like how I dyed my hair black and I would straighten it. Was she, she fine was like, with you being What a les? are you doing? Oh totally. Yeah, all right. She does I swear my grandma was lesbian. Oh right. We I'm have nine, I'm like ninety percent sure. And like, you know, I have a picture of her from when she was I think it was in Yosemite, um, when she's about my age and she's like in these cool like capri like rolled up pants and like kind of like yeah. just power like posing. league of their own totally league mm-hmm. of their own like i mean <laughs> if you told me that her like quote best friend took that photo i'd be like yeah i believe that
1: her best friend I mean, right yeah.
0: that's yeah. hilarious i feel like, totally like we that. should all
1: be lesbians and that I, I i really am turning into a gay supremacist who like i oh, feel like there should I'm be straight conversion therapy
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. Being come straight on. And is anybody a defect. Who's, and anybody who's like that been out of shape about it, probably gay. <laughs> right. We learned that. Lin- like Lindsey Gra- Wasn't that the whole Lindsey Graham? And what, are they- what was his Lady G? Yeah, <laughs> I can't really believe you remember that. Oh my God, it's one of my favorites. We- Ren and I were just G. talking about that too, about how like funny that is. That it annoys about- me
1: how all these scandals, we all know about them, but none of the, like, the hard stuff comes out. Black, yeah. pardon the pun, but like you know the the golden shower <laughs> allegations about Trump oh. and all these people.
0: Like I want, we like, just I want have the to just have to assume that they're like true. I, I want to see it be like that. The golden showers or what?
1: Yeah, I want because I think there's a video. Oh my god, really? Yeah, because that's what people say that Putin put a security <laughs> cam in. Trump's hotel room when he was there for the Miss Universe pageant way back oh, in the day. Wow. Yeah. And they, he was getting peed on by these little Dude. girls. This is wild. <laughs> golden shower. Hashtag golden shower. Oh my god. Would you ever do that to somebody? I guess if they really wanted me to but maybe but like, in the yeah. shower only.
0: That's the question. Because like ew, the smell? No. It's so gross. Oh.
1: We and I don't, don't know, know if you're a smeller
0: I, or a secretor. So like, do you even I, smell the stuff? Who knows? Is it even that bad for you?
1: I It is. And I would have to really love that person.
0: Really love. Like, or maybe
1: it's the opposite. Maybe it would have to be someone I didn't care about.
0: Uh-huh. I disrespect you old pistol over your face. <laughs> be good for Trump. That's probably why I get it. I mean, you know. Right. It does add that, up. Yeah, it does add up, mm-hmm. and, like, that's the exact kind of person who would want that. Why, Because it's, like, the opposite. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. There's this show called Billions. Oh, it's so oh, good. Oh yeah, people love that. Um, yeah, it's really good. And uh, one of the guys, I think he's like a attorney general or district attorney or something like that. But some, uh, and you know, uh, what's the what's what's the guy from Sideways? Who Paul Giamatti? Yeah. Wow! Look at me. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> it's him who plays that character, and he's like really into like having his wife like tie him up and like tie him up. Do like like you know like shove his her toes into his mouth and like step on his balls and shit really i don't know why you have to say it like that when you, you do it though you do. You it's required do. it's like required as part of like <laughs> they say it like in like the you know the little like parentheses before that it's you're like always
1: that. so nice though whenever i'm like can you explain this to me why would someone want you to take a dump on them and you're always like you know what hey there's no such thing as normal
0: oh, i do always <laughs> say that well because it's true you know it is and whatever true, it is it serves kind of. a purpose for them you know and but, but know, i want to find the line bring shame i want to find the
1: line where you're like oh no nope no nope, nope oh me yes
0: i mean they're probably like oh.
1: i don't think there is one understand. unless there's a victim
0: yes correct 100 mm-hmm. percent. that's okay. it okay and sometimes it's like I see how that behavior may be like hurting yeah, the yeah, individual yeah. or keeping them in a place. But if they if they almost believe that they're so I wanna like make them realize that they don't deserve ha- to be punished in the way that they're punishing themselves, whatever that is, and like feel better about themselves and Yeah <laughs> You know? Yes. Yes. Oh, fascinating. Um, oh gosh, well wait, so better. tell me this. Yes.
1: Just yes, to wrap up the crossword conversation. Oh, right, right, was right, right, she yeah.
0: fined or anything or what? No, she was fine. They let they, they do what they do in all arts. They like sc- like like wagged their finger at her and like that's it. And did they leave it up or did they remove it? They. Oh, good question. I have no idea because that could be art too. Still, very true. But the I artist like might that. be mad. Yes, but I think they they are probably deceased because it looked old so like the lady what? no no the well maybe oh both, no. the i see what you're the, saying the artist yes. yes the original artist the original artist i don't know when because this oh yeah she's maybe and that article um or the, the woman who did this did this a while ago she was that was in 2016 so she's uh I don't know, to
1: maybe she's no longer or, with us know,
0: either r.i.p but
1: <laughs> r.i.p
0: yeah God. Oh, gosh. I think they should put her obituary right next to the crosswords. <laughs> That's really they
1: really should. That wouldn't be yes. a great. I would go see that exhibit. Yes.
0: Mm. All right. What else did I want to tell you about? I had some interesting things. <coughs> oh, <coughs> on, the, um, uh, on the way to Zion, we were listening to some podcasts, uh, you know, other than the Brain Candy Podcast, because every now and then you got to mix it up. We <laughs> were listening to uh, uh, myths and legends. It's pretty good, and um, uh, they were talking. I think it was in this one, maybe in another one. Whatever it was, but they were talking about Marie Curie's journals. Okay, what's in there? Um, do you did you know that they are kept in a lead box and are so radioactive that you can't hold them for without being in full <sighs> oh, radioactive hazmat. gear, hazmat suit. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, my God. Right? That's amazing. wild. Like, her journals are so dead. Like, you have to, like, sign a consent form. They're kept in these lead boxes. You have to be in, like, full, like, you know, biohazard or whatever, hazmat suits or, I don't know, anti-radioactive. What do you mean? Lead suits, like, to even hold them. And so is her body. No, it is radioactive. Still? Yep, and she's buried in a lead box, so that the radioactivity does not seep into. Like it's been like a, a job to keep her radioactive corpse from not releasing. Isn't that freaking crazy? And it will be radioactive. Me, can you explain for the next like, like why that would
1: be? Years. Wait,
0: say that again. Her she's radioactive, and so are her journals for the next fifteen hundred years. I don't even understand that. That's how much radioactivity she, they were like working with, and like in discover the discovery of what is it, radium and uranium, rhodium and uranium. Ro- I don't uranium? think it was worth it, Marie. I mean, because did she prizes, die real young? I'm know. sure she did. Oh, for sure. And also, like, I should know <laughs> way more about her.
1: I know. I always feel like that.
0: Like, like we know these people's we names, but should. that's about
1: it. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, radium and polonium, is what she discovered. We'll Good say she, her. because like maybe Pierre like helped a little bit, but like it was probably all her. And yeah. she died in 1934 and was born in 1967. What is the math on that? 67, 77, 87. Wait, she died in
1: 1967.
0: Die, uh, 1867. She was born 1934. She died. Oh, I see. I see. I'm sorry uh wow yeah what's the math
1: That's she lived a long old.
0: time yeah she really did it's like 70 uh, play years. with that radium or play with that, that radioactive shit, how the cares. hell did she do that and her well she did die of exposure to radiation <laughs> a anemia Mm-mm-mm. jeez Mm-mm. yeah
1: i wonder if this, she felt like it was worth it probably I'm sure she did
0: yeah wow good for her mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When oh, the, yeah. what does
1: it say in that diary though Oh, uh, I have no idea because it, like, wasn't
0: about that, the, the thing we saw. <laughs> Do um, you think
1: it's, like, um, science-y stuff, though, or,
0: like, Dear Diary, today, Johnny called or something, you know. Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's exactly what this podcast, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it was that podcast lore, but it was, they were talking about how the journals of like brilliant minds mm-hmm. give us so much information about science and math and whatever but also they all they they frequently kept their daily journals their regular journals and there have been times where people have discovered very mysterious things or supernatural things or people who have like unexplained Like, I mean, a lot of times they called it, like, possessions and stuff like that. And it would be people who were, and that's what this podcast is about, like, these regular, like, scientists or mathematicians or somebody who's, like, a doctor of the time who's writing about all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, it talks about how the house was possessed by, like, a ghost. And, like, (laughs) here's all the facts. And it's, like, accounts from people in, and it would be the same as if we were taking, like, real... Getting like real stories from real people like now and and it's like the scientific data about the stuff that happens, but because it happened like two or three hundred years ago, and it's just a person's
1: yeah writing of
0: the story it's like and and so he this this uh host was talking about how there are people who are these these like brilliant minds, and we like accept their writing like some of them are generals, some of them have been like awarded like you know like medals of honor and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And then they've also talked about how like somebody in their town was possessed by a ghost and like (laughs) the devil was throwing rocks through the window. And I'm like, damn, this shit, that's crazy. So I I wonder what's in all those journals. And I want to know that stuff because some, yeah. So I mean, a lot of these minds kept journals, but
1: you're not allowed to, are they kept where scholars can
0: access them if they wear the hazmat suit? Yes. Yes, and you can like you can. I think they're in I want to say they're in France, but don't quote me on that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I Wherever have absolutely they are. no idea. Oh no, Poland, something like that. Poland.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. What a lady. Yeah. What a lady. She's really great. Yep. Yeah. So, um also interesting thing that I was reading about in This was just like a little fact that that popped up. Um so, Scientists have to, are, are like in this, they're faced with a little bit of a, a problem and mm-hmm. the solution that I thought would be the easy one turns out to be the really, really difficult one. So they're doing the thing that you, that is like the way more complicated way to do it. And here, let me explain. Uh, <laughs> they are renaming human genes because mm-hmm. Microsoft Excel keeps reading them as dates. Ah, uh, Yeah. The name for the genes that we have do not translate right. into Microsoft Excel. And because Microsoft Excel is used for so much and is so difficult yeah. to go back and reprogram, yeah. they're renaming the human genes. Do you know how many of those we have? That seems like a big that undertaking. Makes me mad. It makes me mad too. I me And like I was like, it. I hope, uh, like, I, I, I felt, okay, good. I'm glad because I'm like, I wonder if, like people will be able to understand why this seems ridiculous to me and like mentionable because I'm like, they go through the, the process of like, you know, naming and coding and, and like getting the like alphanumeric codes for all of those different sequences of DNA and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, and I got to rename it because Microsoft Excel Yeah, no, I don't... Well, update it it to
1: reformat? Any time capitalism or business
0: dictates
1: science in any way, it fires me up.
0: And I also was like, understand, because they showed in the article that I read, they showed an example like a, a gif or like a video of somebody typing in like the genome like the name of that that genome and then hitting enter and it turning it into like october yeah, 14th right and <laughs> if you've experienced the frustration yes. of formatting yes or you want to rip the computer yeah out I'm mad and throw it out the window yeah i would never want the people who are like working with dick in like the human genome like labs or whatever to experience that kind of anxiety because they're doing such great work can
1: suck my dick
0: yes and so i was like all mad and fired up about that and i was like that's funny and i should probably share that with Susie. so
1: do you think anyone else will be mad with us or is this just us no
0: that's probably like they will be they're not gonna lose any sleep over it they're not losing sleep over it but you know that's fine it's just like one of those things that Mm, Although, counterpoint, Ooh, why the yes. hell did
1: scientists even name them numbers to begin with? That was a bad uh,
0: move. Well, this, they also talked about this in the article. I'm glad you asked. So, <laughs> uh, in the beginning, it was, like, real fun to name them after, like, people, things. But yeah. that got confusing. And hmm. they needed to come up with a more... Structured more like universally, like, like apparently the first few things that were mapped were like, you know, when, like, like the scientists yeah. like they can name anything like they, they name the spider like Leonardo DiCaprio sure. whatever yeah it's like that and like at those levels of like academia they're like mm, don't fucking do that so they know, came just, up with a system and then know how the system like in was the bro- like bro-
1: Flora and fauna world they'll use like oh, Latin. Uh to make the yeah. official name for a plant. I think that was fine? Yes. Maybe they could yeah. do that. Yeah, well they
0: all they all th- the problem was that like they use the it's kind of like um oh what is what is I'm trying to think of like like mm-hmm. DMT or whatever where it's like dimethotryptic like it's the the initials for it or mm-hmm. what's another one that's like I mean DNA even. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's like the initials. So there's like one of them, for example, is like March first, which is membrane associated ring C H type finger one. Which oh, then when you type it all out it is M A R C H one and it changes it to first of March.
1: Okay. And they're like okay. Maybe that was the mistake yeah. was making it stand for the same names as a month.
0: Like your acronym shouldn't
1: be the name of a month.
0: Absolutely. They have to like mix it up a little or add a hyphen or something like that. (laughs) But it doesn't seem like, and it seems like no problem. And we can like talk about like, oh, is anybody going to get worked up on it? But there was a study that was done in 2016 that examined all of this data and like the genetic research. And they looked at almost like 3,500 well a little more than 3,500 papers and found that one fifth had been affected by excel errors <laughs> that's so crazy that's too many that is too many and Damn. so like yeah like they were like interviewing these biologists and and one one person who just said it's really really annoying and I'm like, <laughs> okay <Great>. well <laughs> now you're speaking our language yes yes so wow. apparently, yeah, there they're, are a they're few renaming. People, uh, and do
1: you know if uh, there's any kind there. of like method to the madness? Are they renaming them in some sort of formulaic way?
0: Yeah, they're like adding an extra symbol, and um, so like that March one, for that March yeah. one, one has become March F one. And they just added, like, a new guideline. There's, like, it's something boring. But I when I first read it, when and it said, like, and they, of course, clickbaited me into it. Because it was, like, w- the scientists have to rename human genes. And I was, like, oh, what are they going to do? Like, I thought it was going to be <laughs> the fun psyched. ones. I was, like, oh, cool. We're naming it after fun stuff, like the Leonardo DiCaprio spider. Like, you know. No, nope. but. No, whatevs. So, Yeah. Um, Other (laughs) exciting info that I learned on my trip and I wanted to share with you. This is my last little uh, really good news. And I feel like um, our friends who have been both anti-zoo and pro-zoo will enjoy this little tip bit. Um, When we were in Zion... They were talking about... Um, the, oh, my good friend, bus driver Russ, was talking about uh, one of the things that they're super excited about. This is the first time in, I can't remember how many years, um, but Russ probably remembers. Uh, there was a condor, baby condor born in um, the valley. And they're like almost extinct. Like these things are in practically what prehistoric. In Zion, like in the, oh, right. in, the okay. in the valley. And... The baby was born to a mom that was raised in captivity at the San Diego Zoo and a dad that was raised in captivity at another zoo. And then Mm. they put them together in the wild and they had a baby and they Mm. raised the baby. And there's the, this was the greatest story. So like, first of all, condors, these things are humongous. Oh, their, their wingspan, 11 feet. Wow. And their talons are the size of your hand. Nope. I don't like yep. It. Can you believe that? They would like pick up a baby yeah, and they're like that's like dinner. dinosaurs. I don't they like it. They are like dinosaurs. So, yes. So, <laughs> um uh, uh uh condors usually fly, like learn to fly and like leave the nest when they are about 7 to 10 months old and like that's when like they're ready and everything so um you know and this was like a big thing to happen in the park and this is like you know an endangered species so they've got like everybody looking at it and like like uh, eyes on this nest and they've probably got cameras there and everything so (laughs) they real they're they're like researching and studying these birds and they've got like probably the little ankle bracelets and on to track them and all that so um While this baby, little baby bird, like, is hatched and is growing up, is about five months old, the researchers are like, we got to go measure it. So I don't know how they get to this nest. They probably, like, climb or whatever. And it's while the mom and dad are, like, out hunting and, you know, doing their little bird thing away from the nest. And they measure the bird. And at five months old, its wingspan was already seven feet across. Can you believe Mm -hmm. that? Crazy. So (laughs) something happened when the... And I, I'm sure it was because of the human contact and because, like, the, birds got, the bird got rattled or something like that. But at, f- like, a little bit after this, you know, and like I said, they're supposed to, like, fly between, like, 7 and 10 months. So, like, little bird, you're not quite ready yet. This bird decides to just jump out of the nest and, thank goodness, like, glided and floated all the way across, like, like on the wind. Because it, like, is not strong enough. It can't fly. It can't flap its wings. They were so nervous that this bird was going to die. The bird flies, like floats all the way down to the valley, but it can't get back up because its wings aren't strong enough and it can't fly for another, like four months maybe even. And so this was like the amazing story that was so beautiful that these birds, the the bird parents, the mom and dad were like, holy shit, my baby's gone. I got to go find it. So they found the baby and they, even birds that were raised in captivity, their parent like like instincts were so strong that they would bring food. They like created a new home there and for four months, they brought food from their nest like down to feed their baby until their baby was strong enough. And (laughs) then the baby flew away. And- On the day we left, I saw a a condor.
1: And it was amazing. Oh, my
0: God. It was like the coolest. And I was like, Ren, we have to pull over. We have to look. That thing is huge. It was Was it majestic? And it just kept so... And I was like, that is it. Because it was the size of a tree. Like, if you were to turn it sideways. And I could see it from, like, a mile away. I could still see it. I was like, oh, my God. I know that that's it. That's incredible. And that, but isn't that beautiful that, like, the birds even, like, they're, that they knew to take care of their baby. They found their baby. They were like, we got to. Because when that happens often in the wild, parents are like, I'm out. They're like, it, it was good. You know, We'll try again next season. Yeah. Because, you know, like, that's, like, like, what happens, you know? Oh, that's lovely. So I'm jealous I really like that you that got story. to see it. Yeah, and I felt, I wanted Ren to see it too. I was like, pull over, pull over. he There was he just catch like it? no place. Uh. Well, he was looking, but he didn't. And it was like two, we had gone around a turn. Uh. But I know that that was it. Because like, we saw another bird when we were up at Angel's Landing that was like a big bird. But- in, in my, you know, once we found out the info, we're like, wow, that was a big bird. And once we found out how large a condor really is, we're like, nope, definitely was not a condor. And, uh, wow. but then this last one I saw, I really like, am like 90% sure that that was what that mm. was. So it's
1: interesting what you said, how you think people that are kind of anti-zoo and pro-zoo would both like that story. That's, I, I, that's given me something to think about because, you, you know, think that that's true. Yeah. And I see your point point. And mm-hmm. it is so complicated. And I think a lot about the zoo thing mm-hmm. because you hear, you know, that it shouldn't really be happening, but then you hear they do conservation and education. Mm-hmm. So this it, bird would have yeah. never been
0: born in a million. It would have not been there. Right. There are no more that this would not have happened. And for this bait, for this to be born from birds that were raised in captivity, Like this, they're going to, there's going to be a new generation of condors in that valley. And that's like really cool. Yeah. That's what you want. And we saw so many animals. It was great. Deer. Oh my gosh. And mountain goats. Oh, like, like we pulled over once. There was like 30 of them. Wow. So many. Once like in the middle of the road, we had to stop and and bison, wild turkey. Oh my gosh. We saw everything. (laughs) It was great. I'm so happy for you. Get outdoors. Get out there, folks. Are you ready Seed to start the, the, uh, the wind down now? <sighs> yeah, I need wind down. I need to like just like coast and minute. soar like that little condor down from, from <laughs> the heights from of the, the high my, yeah. from the high of the episode. <laughs> uh, what did we learn? We learned that you should probably not uh, uh, fill out crossword puzzles at museums, that you might be able to get camping gear at low cost or be a loner type of program. Hmm. Yes, absolutely. Do not think that, um, you know, camping is not, that there aren't minorities camping because there yeah. absolutely are. And, and Marie uh, Curie is glowing in the dark. Glowing in the dark. Absolutely. Uh, and Microsoft sucks. And Microsoft sucks. But like genetic researchers are freaking cool. They'll work around it. They will. And Zion is beautiful and we should spend ton- tons of time in nature and um, where should I go next on my trips?
1: Oh, there you go. Send Sarah your suggestions yeah. for where she should go next. That's yeah. a great idea.
0: And like a lot of the places <laughs> that people had recommended on my social media, mm-hmm. well, not a lot, but like two, are unfortunately on fire now. So I have to like maybe next year. Yeah. Ooh. So well, we'll you know. see you next time, everybody. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs>